So this week's episode, we were going to go in one direction. And you no, know, we went that direction. We, we did go a direction. Then Mo went down. He talks about bro and his rabbit hole. <laughs> Mo went down the gopher hole. Mine was more like a, you know, if, if a tornado could exist underground, I think that's kind of where this one went. Basically, what happened was Mo's like, hey, bro, your episode idea sucks. <laughs> so I'm going to take a whole nother direction. And I'm just taking, I'm taking over the podcast. You just shake your head and say yes or no. You, you just nod and look pretty. But <laughs> where we're taking this one today is more going to revolve around leadership, which is something we said in the very first episode um, that I thought that was some direction that we'd eventually wind up at. Only took us 40 some episodes to get here. But why the leadership route? What was some, why, why, why is this something you feel compelled that we should talk about? Well, I feel compelled because we were talking about uh, clicks and then Mo said no. We're talking about leadership. No, I. what was cool is uh, we were talking about something completely different. Mm-hmm. And what we found is it, the the talk, the topic of a click was actually, and we could still talk about that, but we, it's actually part of being a leader, like allowing things, not allowing things, mm-hmm. like leading from the front to uh, um, you're either part of the problem or part of the solution. And mm-hmm. I think that... Uh, and sometimes people are unintentionally part of the problem so yeah you're part of the problem or you're part of the solution because leadership to me what i thought was cool was mo was literally he's dropping his knowledge because he's been doing that a lot lately i don't know what the, i think these, <laughs> don't know where that's coming these from. vision quests i think that's what they're <laughs> I, they've finally have added up because i've listened to the last couple episodes and they're like who's this guy? Like <laughs> he's got so much more room for activities. Like you don't have to think about the military yeah. and, and everybody above him is going to tell him to do stuff. He don't want to yeah, do I anymore. I don't have to wear green every day. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he don't have to shave. He's got, he's always got that, um, five o'clock shadow now. That takes me two weeks to grow. <laughs> yeah. Because it knows it's evolution. Your facial hair knows it's going to get trimmed every day. So it stops growing. Yeah, pretty much. Right. No. Um, so we literally went down, uh, he just started talking, and I'm like, I literally stopped him. I said, we just need to do an episode on this because I think what the things he says is so important that we don't get trained in leadership as owners. It's either you have it or you don't. You don't get training, period, as an owner. You don't. I Through CrossFit. But what we have found, okay, leadership and, and the business side and, and the customer service side – uh, and the training side c- can all come from other avenues, the military, mm-hmm. studying, whatever it is, trial and error. We found that. And I think that's what's cool about the leadership thing is what he said is it's something they don't give you when you pay your $3,000. Mm-hmm. It's You get the name, you get the rights to use the name, and that's about it. And it's no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. They talk about the business side. They talk about the training side and athlete side. They don't talk about the leadership side. And I think it's, I think it's pivotal. I just, it really opened my mind because you have two things that are very pivotal, but that, that third leadership. But so little time is spent on it or even mentioned. Yeah, because if you, if you have the other two and you're a poor leader, then eventually you'll start fading away. It doesn't matter how good it is. It's just how I feel about our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We have the best uh, programming, the best trainers, but if our atmosphere sucks, no one wants to be here. Mm-hmm. So you have to have that third leg because if not, I think it does start to fade because you start losing focus on what is this. What's, re- yeah. 
is this about the dollar sign or is it about them? Mm-hmm. And am I going to lead by example and go that extra mile for them? And then am I, or am I not? And then expect them to go the extra mile for me. For me, yeah. You know, it's the, yeah, I loved it. He did, he did a really good job to basically bitch slap me. And <laughs> we're not talking about this. I mean, he could have just said it. He didn't really have to take over my podcast. No, no, that's not how our relationship works. So as you listen to this episode, things might sound no, he a doesn't, little... No, he doesn't hit me. No, I... <laughs> I mean, I have to say that because I'm on air. Because <laughs> last time I didn't uh, clarify, I got beat by Mo. So <laughs> with that being said, some of the things might sound... Um, a little out of sorts, but that's the reason why. And we wanted to just clear that up before we dive too far into this episode. So hope you enjoy. Um, and let us know what you think. Don't forget to leave us those five-star reviews on Facebook and on iTunes. Oh, and subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel. We got it. Hey, we got and our hit phone. the bell. We got our phone. Yes, Mo. we did. We got it. The <laughs> recording could actually happen now. Yes, it could. All right. Enjoy guys. Yep. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and across the room for me is Bro DiMaggio. What's going on, man? <laughs> that's pretty good. I know you're, you're a baseball guy. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty... I mean, basically, I've been... This is like my uh, 41st straight episode of dropping knowledge bombs. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, so he had a, a pretty big hit streak. I'll take uh, I'll take the knowledge bombs <laughs> as my streak. So you were a pretty high-level baseball player when I you were younger? Know, I don't know if you, what you call high-level. I was a... Um, you mentioned you were going to go to college to play ball, right? Yeah, you just got to have academics, I found out. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, hitting, hitting 400 in high school wasn't just wasn't enough to get you into college? I didn't hit 400, but I was well over three and... Uh, yeah, I, uh, what position? Um, center field, right field. Okay. And, uh, so you're fast then. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was, you don't have to be fast. You have to, well, I've never seen you sprint. I've seen you run, you know, it's about, you know, you have to have a good jump on the ball and things like that. Yeah. But, and then you have to have a solid arm, obviously to play right field. Cause I think I had eight putouts. Oh, uh, damn. Nice. And right field to my, uh, my junior year. And, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I did have a hit streak. I had a 28 game hit streak in the summer. Nice. Yeah, I went. I didn't. I didn't go. I went all game or every game. Did not not get a hit, which is kind of weird. I did had almost a 400 average because yeah. of that, obviously. But yeah, that's a long streak, man. Yeah, I didn't wash my socks the whole time. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, baseball players are probably some of the most baseball and volleyball players. I think are the most superstitious athletes I've ever come across, yep. and, prob- and probably weightlifters too. I would yeah. say. I would. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's pretty cool. But no, whatever. <laughs> Different life. Way back in the day. <laughs> um, as always, we'd like to thank our sponsor, 75 Clothing, making badass gear for your badass ventures. If you use the promo code one more rep, you will get free shipping. And on your first order, uh, if you give Wally your email, you'll get 15% off your purchase. You can't combine the two offers. We tried to get him to do that when he was on the show, but AKA Mo tried to combine the two <laughs> offers. <laughs> What the hell? Why am I not getting these double dip discounts? <laughs> it's not like uh, what's the pro- progressive insurance or whatever, where you get the the bundling discounts. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can't bundle you it. Can't bundle it. Yeah, that's, that sucks. No, um, 
I tell you, since uh, he came to our event, that's all I see in my damn gym, yeah. bro. So I can't wait to get our clothing order together. Together, so I stopped seeing all the seven five. I see some excess stuff. Yeah, I need to. Um, I actually sent to my son who's in college over in uh, Western Indiana. I sent him the website and told him to pick out some stuff. So uh, probably his uh, frat will be getting invaded here soon too. I can't imagine his list when you say pick stuff. That's <laughs> that's pretty vague, Mo. Well, luckily Wally has you know really competitive pricing and you know good products. You know, I've I'm going on probably about a maybe two months, give or take, with the stuff that we got from that initial uh, purchase that or that he gave us. You know, so I've washed everything a few times, worked out, and some of it reluctantly. I was very, I didn't want to do it. I know, but, I was the same way. Yeah. I was like, these are crispy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I uh, had to do it. You know, just to kind of you know test the waters for myself, and you know, everything's still standing up, none of it shrunk, the shape's still maintained, and everything. Just good quality gear. Oh, dude, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, because we've all bought some gear from other vendors and like you wash it once. Or and event t-shirts. Uh, event t-shirts. Oh yeah, that's God. another one. I got this This last, uh, let's see, it's been a couple events ago. Pretty recent. You can see through it. Like, mm. I don't want no see-through shirt. Like, <laughs> I got to hide my gut somehow, Mo. Like, I can't, if you can see through my shirt, like, and I, I never take my shirt off anyways, I don't want you to see through my shirt. <laughs> and it was white. Like... A white see-through shirt. <laughs> um, wanted to take a moment to say thank you to uh, Brandon Martell. We've always talked about him several times with the, the Fit United. He does a really good job of putting a lot of stuff together, the events calendar, so that way we can just kind of see what's going on in the local area. He covers stuff in Columbus, Dayton. Sometimes he's got some stuff from I've Kentucky in there. Indiana, I've seen, yeah. I went on his calendar the other, uh, what was that? Like a week ago. Because I'm trying to put something together, mm -hmm. um, but I was checking the local events because if I'm going to run this athlete camp or not. So I, I was checking some event dates, and it does help. Just deconflict, yeah, yeah. But again, uh, as you mentioned in the competition episode, it's a good resource if you use it. <laughs> <laughs> you know these these freaking people. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like I don't. I just. I'll never understand, like, where you think that you're, first off, you would want to go head-to-head -head with anybody maliciously, and secondly, mm. why do you do that to athletes? I just don't know, like, yeah. especially, the, uh, whatever. I mean, if one, and don't make people choose. If one wins, we all win, you know? Fitness is fitness. You yeah, know? I mean, I, we support as many events as we actually can afford. I mean, sometimes yeah. our people are you like... You guys are very com com competition-heavy. I mean, because just, a, what, in May, you guys competed almost every weekend, right? Yeah, three out of the four weekends. Yeah. I think we've done like 10 or 12 this year or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, something like that. And uh, the reason why I bring up Brandon is he's also got into the podcasting space. Yeah. With his show, The Buckhorn Podcast. That's and some random shit there, <laughs> Mo. <laughs> the, the way I can describe The Buckhorn Podcast, I guess it's kind of like you and I, but not related to fitness. <laughs> related to everything else outside of fitness. I know, I know we get random on occasion. Do they have a Jenna? No, they don't have a Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Because not any, not many people can afford a Jenna. Where's your beanbag? <laughs> <laughs> um, but with this show, yeah, it's a, uh, it's. I listen to it a lot at work. I have to use my headphones because it, it is not safe for work. <laughs> Jenna Cron, it's not one for you. <laughs> but no, just if you, you know, if you guys listen to us and you think about how you feel like you're 
just in the room chilling with us, listen to our sidebar conversations. It's definitely along the same lines. Talk about random stuff. They have some really interesting segments they do there. Uh, the one about um, with a Urban Dictionary game. <laughs> really interesting. So, um, yeah, give them a listen. Uh, really uh, random, like you said. And local. Which, and local, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. You know, we all, we're all about the local stuff here and to have another local podcast. And uh, what's Janetti doing, man? He's up to something. He's got... I'm not sure what I can say, but he's got some things planned uh, in the podcasting space and other you know media, I guess we can say, aside from his book that he's working on. So lots of interesting stuff coming out from uh, uh, Endeavor Defense and Fitness from our good friend Aaron Janetti. All right, so let's get down to it. Today's episode brought to you by the professor. Uh, where did this one come from? my head well as always but i mean were you driving were you in between sets or uh, what had where this come from i was playing xbox last night uh i do i i i binge fortnite or no i play PUBG. PUBG. okay player uh, underground or player yep player unknown underground okay so anyways yeah for those of you that have uh if you have kids they're playing it i've been shooting your kids (laughs) all day and talking trash i wish i can't talk trash to them because it's because they're 14 yeah well, no, and that's 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 the that's why you talk trash, Mo. Because we're fourteen. That's exactly why. I mean, like, <laughs> hey, isn't it your bedtime? I hear your mom in the background. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna call your mom, and tell on you. Nice. Yeah, dude, they cuss more than anything. Like yeah. you think, like I I cuss. Yeah. Check out your thirteen year old yeah. on. Uh, on gaming. Yes, uh, create a Xbox Live account and, and, and <laughs> yeah. tag your children. Oh, and my just gosh. Sit back and listen and be prepare to clutch pearls. Be like, oh, uh, yeah, you have no <laughs> idea what they talk about putting in orifices. <laughs> so, playing X, benching on Xbox. Yeah, dude. On a Saturday cool. night. It was nice. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, did the team series with Pat and then um, binge Xbox. Mm hmm. It was nice. So Team Series, for those that aren't familiar with it, because we do have some non-CrossFitters that listen. Yeah, so CrossFit, uh, last couple of years, they put together this Team Series where mm-hmm. it could be guy-guy, girl-girl, or guy-girl combinations. They have uh, open, scaled, um, and master's divisions, mm-hmm. just like the open. And uh, it's two weeks. They release four workouts per week, and you have, what is it, like – like four or five days to get done mm-hmm. before workouts. Um, so Pat's been going through a little quad issue. So we hammered one out yesterday and, you know, we did as good as we could with mm-hmm. his leg not working. So um, it's cool. I mean, I, I like I like the, the concept a lot, really. Mm-hmm. But I almost wonder if people are revolting on this because... What do you mean? Well, uh, I went into the world page right uh, last night. Okay. So is this like the open where you're competing against everybody in the in, world? Yeah, regions and world. Okay. But, and in your categories as well. Do they do the military and all uh, that stuff? I don't think so. I have to look. Okay. Um, but in the world page for 35 to 39 men, mm-hmm. there is only, there's four or seven pages of athletes. For the world? Yeah. Okay, that's not a lot. No. When you and consider that when you're doing the open, there's female yeah. now female a lot of pages open, uh, which is our your your high level athletes, yeah, okay. up to thirty, 
you know, up to 35 or 34. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they only have one page. Really? Yeah, 50 or 50 teams in the Central East. That's it. It's pretty 50? Great. 50. Wow, that's not a lot. No, 100 athletes in Central East. So I, huh. you have only have until Monday to register. So I'm almost wondering if this fallout from all the crap. From all the changes that are mm-hmm. coming to the CrossFit yeah. Games. If people are like, you know what? I won't do your series. I'm just going to wait to do Wadapalooza here in the one of the qualifying events. Yeah, it's like 11 days away. So, screw oh yeah, the, yeah, because they push screw the, you CrossFit. <laughs> they push the qualifier. They push up. it back. Yeah, or back. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, with Wadapalooza and, and Granite Games, they have the online qualifiers for the um, Indiv- elite, or what, depending on which event. In- individual starts in 11 days, and then team qualification qualification starts a month after that. Okay. So. Yeah, it's they they have your elite RX RX division mm-hmm. in that as well. So getting back uh, on track here because we you know we randomly go off track, but you were playing Xbox, relaxing, sitting there, you know, dogging on fourteen year olds, and then all of a sudden this whole this owning them, <laughs> owning them. I'm telling you, all night the show idea came to mind. Yeah. Um, You know, clicks inside of a gym are a major issue still to this day. I thought maybe they went away. Mm -hmm. They really did. And uh, so, unfortunately and fortunately, we get members from other gyms, and it's still prevalent Mm because we're in our own little bubble, in essence. I don't live in bubbles, but our gym, like, you know, we what goes on outside ours, it it doesn't affect us. Inside of our own community, we – we set a precedence. Boom. This is what we want to do from, you know, our direction as a gym. And then our members, this is what we say, hey, this is our direction. This is the direction we want to go. This is our community. This is what we've done from the get-go. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a part of it, we want you. If you don't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've set a precedence. No clicks, no drama, none of that crap. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I've talked, I don't know how many people I've talked to. It's the same thing. People are separating themselves from the majority and or they're talking to their friends and talking trash about other members behind their back mm-hmm. and then being cool with them too up front. Like it's it, – man, the last the last three gyms I was at before coming here was all clicky. It was, you know, groups separating themselves from the majority and then – run their mouths and talk and smack and then smile into your face and give you a high five right after the workout. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just ridiculous. And I think that clicks a driving force behind a bad community. Mm-hmm. I think that there are certain things that can set your community to, uh, I don't know, be inclusive or not. I mean, I, I get it. all the drop-ins that we do get because we're close to the airport Oh, man, we're freaking awesome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. Is, is that what's on your Facebook? Yeah, that's what Close it to the airport, and, and we're, we're awesome. And we're freaking awesome. <laughs> but, no, people come in. We do get we do get a lot of compliments on our community. So it, it just it sparks my, like, why? Yeah. Well, why? Well, well, why do you say that? Yeah, yeah, and it's the same stuff. It's like, man, I walked in, and people said hi to me. Mm-hmm. They didn't just stare a hole through my skull. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about being friendly because what I see it if there's friendliness and then there's clickiness. A lot of times when people are clicky, they're they're territorial. They're like 
this is like, I own this. And then, you know, like you can't sit at my table at lunch type deal. Exa- that's exactly what it is. You okay. can't use my barbell or, you know, you can't, you know, just stuff like that. Like <laughs> just the most stupidest, is that even a word? Territorial. Yeah. Yeah. Stupidest. Yeah. We'll, we'll use that. We're, I'm using it. I'm, well, I'm, that, that and progressible. Those are the two words that we that's use. That's my next yeah. Na- yeah. tattoo. I'm going to get the old tramp stamp across the back. <laughs> stupidest. Uh, anyways, hearing these stories, it kind of like, it, it brings me back to like some really bad days in our gym. Like, and I'm not going to lie. When the very first gym we were part of, we we're in a click. I didn't even know it. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't talk smack about no, nobody like behind their back. Cause you guys know how I am, mm-hmm. but they did, but I accepted it. And that's what made me part of it. Like I would hear, I would hear, say you were running your mouth about someone mm-hmm. inside our community, inside of our gym and I listened to it, and I just kind of go along with it or whatever. It wasn't so much that you accepted it, it's just you didn't do anything about it. Okay, that's better. But acceptance is just as well as um, prolific. Oh, you, you're not doing anything to stop it, so therefore you're part of the problem. Yep, I, I definitely was. And, you know, I, I, would, I would be like, why do you say that? Or I would say small things like that, but I never really said, Hey, yeah, shut that's the hell. Not cool. Yeah, shut yeah. the hell. What are you doing? Like, these are your members. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can get sucked into it and not even know it because I didn't know it until I was out of it. And I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a douchebag. <laughs> and I should have never, I, I should have realized it. But sometimes you don't. And I think that's another reason why I wanted to talk about this is sometimes you really don't know. You may be, you may do things that are like every day. And then you just don't, you don't realize that you're part of the problem and not the solution. And I think when you're talking about situations like that, like in your case where you you were in the click but didn't do anything about it, sometimes with people's personalities, you know, like we talk about yeah. confrontation all the time and, con- you know, and, and how, how we agree there's a difference between confrontation and conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people just don't take that confrontational type approach to things like that. Hey, you shouldn't say that about uh, Sally. <laughs> Because that's not cool. Sally is really trying her hardest to be here every day. You know, celebrate the fact that she's even here. Don't sit there and trash talk her because she can't do double unders after being here for three years. Right. Did you, did you know she had her knee replaced? Yeah, and it you goes know? back to what you said last episode was um, uh, when people when people make the comment, "I'm so glad they're gone." Um, okay. You know what I mean? Like it, it's right in line with that. Like if if you're glad they're gone. What were you thinking about them while yeah. they were here? And, and, and that's kind of what it, maybe that kind of is what flipped the switch. Cause I've always, you know, we address this from day one in our community, like our training course, it's our expectation of members. We have certain things that we expect from them mm-hmm. and we tell them what they can expect from us. Because I think that a relationship like that, it goes both ways. Like you can't just come in and use my ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have certain things that are expected and we're not, it's not that we're being, it's nothing crazy. Leave your attitude at the door, no clicks, mm-hmm. okay? Um, it, you know, accountability, standard of movement, but those are important to us, important to our community. That's why I say we have a bubble. And I, you know me, I, I hate bubbles. Like, I think people who live in a bubble are nuts, but we have to have bubble people because they keep people like me, like, kind of sane. Because, you know, they think everything is like rainbows and butterflies, uh-huh. and I'm like, this world will snap your neck in yeah. One second. As soon as you step outside of that board. And it's going to be someone you know. And Mm. you know what I mean? So so to hear this on the outside again, it's just kind of like, I can't believe it's still an issue. Because in all honesty, 
when people started CrossFit, there was two big knocks against it. Like this is back in the day. It was a cult. It was a cult. Yeah. And it was clicky. Mm-hmm. Like the cult has kind of, I don't even talk about it in our, white, um, in our training course anymore. And I had to five years ago almost. Because five, it was. It was still defined. It was out in front of everybody. Yeah, it was still yeah. defined as it's a cult-like atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we all enjoy doing things together. We and all we, enjoy suffering together and to we make are, ourselves better humans. We all like to work out. We like to push ourselves to the limits. Mm-hmm. And um, we like the results. And we, we're like-minded people because typically people who do CrossFit, are, they have that common thread, that the common ground mm-hmm. of CrossFit. So you're like-minded because you like that crazy stuff, right? So, yeah, I guess we are a cult, but I'm, we're pretty cool cult. You know, we're not like yeah. David Koresh. <laughs> <laughs> burning down buildings and shit, yeah. you know, but you know, so it kind of, I, I can't believe it's still around to be honest, but I am not joking. I'm not joking. One out of every two that I get that come in, talk about it, mm-hmm. that are in from another gym, that are dropping in. I just cannot believe how people aren't clicky and everybody talks to them is the, the key words that I get that, you know, not just a couple people, you know, they're friendly, but like I said, I think that's separate. I think it's completely separate. You can be friendly and in the clique because they're usually friendly to your face and stab you in the back when you're not there. What is it, uh, Mean Girls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the plastics. <laughs> On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Hey, I have teenagers, okay, so that's why I know all this stuff. I don't so have teenagers. Don't, don't I've seen me. that. I like movies. Like, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I like stuff like that, but whatever. Now, some of the things we've talked about in terms of gym ownership is there's some commonalities in the respect that – not a lot of owners have a business background. And to yeah, add on to yeah. this, I would say a lot of owners don't have any background, experience, or training in leadership. Yeah. And with that... That's really good the, you said that the, because you don't... People won't talk about that. They talk about the financial side mm-hmm. and then the programming and training side. Mm-hmm. They don't ever talk about the leadership side. And I think that's something... Hell, we should do a damn podcast. We'll do, we'll do, we should, honestly, because I think what you're about to hit on is going to be huge. And the reason why I bring up, bring up the leadership piece is because in the military, and you know, I know I t- we talk a lot about the military, but we love our military. Yeah, like. yeah but but it's it's where I can. You know, I've been in the military for forty four years. You know, I was born into it, so it's you know, call me brainwashed, call me whatever you want. But I've learned a lot of things in it that have been useful tools uh, as a child, as a service member, and now as a retiree. And one thing when I've observed bad cultures in gyms, it's because there is a lack of understanding of basic leadership principles. Yeah. Um, you know, having a clearly defined expectations of behavior, um, doing what you say you're going to do, uh, treating people with dignity and respect. Those little things go a long way into the contribution of a positive culture when people don't understand the negative impacts of clicks, then like we said, you're not necessarily endorsing it, but in not doing something about it yeah. and allowing it to happen, you're in turn saying it's okay. Just like the rep shaving stuff, right? It's sometimes you can see it and you don't say anything about it. And then the ownership may not mm-hmm. know about it, which they should. Now, if you tell them about it and it's bothering you and it's affecting the community because that's what you're hearing, mm-hmm. then you address it, right? But if you don't, guess what happens? 
it continues. And we'll let's tap into that a little bit. So when we originally did that episode before we even talked about it, my thought process, because the way Mo's brain works is like, well, if they want to shave, if they want to cheat themselves on their fitness, that's on them. Mm -hmm. I don't care. But once we started talking about putting on my leadership hat, if I'm allowing this to happen, I'm telling all these other people that I'm not having these conversations with that rep shaving is okay. Yeah. And if I'm proliferating that and in theory, rewarding that person because they can write their numbers on the whiteboard, then I'm, am I promoting it? Right. Yeah. Maybe we talked because, you know, a lot of gyms will put accountability across the, Mm -hmm. their gym somewhere. But what does accountability mean to that person? Yeah. You know, again, you know, through the course of my career at certain intervals, I was required to take leadership courses and those leadership courses were the same courses that my mother took, that my father took, my wingmen took because I mean, there's slight evolutions in the curriculum but we all learn certain things at certain times. CrossFit owners, there's no professional development stream. You can go and you can learn how to use, you know, a particular brand of software to make your finances more streamlined. Yeah. You can go to a programming seminar and someone can teach you about how to do intelligent programming for groups or individuals. But there's I think n- they skipped that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's buy it. But just buy it. Yeah. But there's no formal developmental ladder to say, Hey, within your first three years of CrossFit ownership, you should take this course. Okay. Once you've gone here, you should take this course. If you're thinking about branching off and adding these type of elements, you should take this course because at again, you know, the very minimal libertarian stances that you and I both take CrossFit in in its essence is very libertarian. You know, the HQ says, you know, you pay your affiliation fee. You can use these words. You can put these things, you can say these uh, phrases. After that, um, I'll see you next year when your three thousand dollars is due. And they don't even see me, Mo. <laughs> I get a automated email. Mm-hmm. You know, I see it in the owners. You've you've nailed it. Like leadership is lacking in certain aspects. I know owners that are lacking it, and I hear about owners who lack it because um, you don't have to have. You don't have to go to the military. You don't have to. Um, have a background in law enforcement or, mm-hmm. but let's say you played sports. Are mm-hmm. you that, are you a leader of your team or are you a follower? Are you a leader and you set the precedence? Are you one that don't care what the precedence is and just, cause you're good, mm-hmm. you know, naturally gifted, naturally yeah. gifted. Everything's always just kind of fell into place. And then when you actually have to work for something and you, it's don't, a struggle. You don't know how to do it. And I've seen that. Uh, you know, I was a baseball player as well when I was younger. But then as you start getting, as, as that funnel narrows down, you know, you start you know, trying to go to college and play baseball or football or whatever. And there's 12 other guys that are just as good as you, if right. not better. Yep. And you're no longer stratified because you were the stud. You were the pitcher. You were swinging 400. Yep. You know, you were... You were hit, you were getting 30-30 every year, you know, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases, and now everybody that you're playing with, you know, is just as good as you. That can be emotionally challenging for people because, well, wait, I, I'm not special anymore. Not not challenging. It's catastrophic mm-hmm. because and – and I, and I see it with my, at my son's college because there were a lot of kids that uh, went to his college that I remember him, my son playing against, and halfway through training camp, they're gone. Yep. And you're I'm right. like – whoa he was an amazing athlete in high school why is he not there he's like and my son just like he just 
he said he didn't he didn't like it anymore. He was too, he said it was too much like work. That was the yeah. one phrase I remember that my son told me that one of the kids said he's like it's too much like work. They're bitching out, Mo's. What's up? They don't like to be challenged, and I think that's what happens is you get CrossFit so easy to start, right? And we've went down this leadership, <laughs> and we see and it, we know it's easy to start because how many people do we have uh, join for less than six months and then deuce out? Right, a lot, a lot, yeah, and so. A lot of gyms will start, and it's like, well, I want to work out more, or I want my own place to work out at. Like, mm-hmm. and we saw that a lot in you still see in, it. in the pre-Bach era. I mean, I think it was more prevalent than, or sorry, the Reebok era. I, I think it was more prevalent then. Like, oh, oh, I want to go to the games, so yeah. I'm going to buy a gym. I'm going to work out work three out times time. a day. Yeah, you and can, then, and you can do that absolutely. But <laughs> you got to keep the lights on. Yeah. It, you work out three times a day, trust me, you're not, I don't care how good you are, it's not keeping your lights on. So the, the leadership literally affects everything from the, allowing the clicks, the rep shaving, mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, but I just, we went totally way out. But, but going back to the click thing, <laughs> yeah, you know, I like, think having the ability to identify that a click exists and it's causing a toxic, you know, toxicity in your community you have to value the fact that you need to be a leader and invest in leadership skills, you know, leadership skills, like, you know, establishing the culture. If you, when you witness these things happening, stopping it, you know, saying, Hey, this is not something we allow you. You, you realize what you guys are doing to my, my community, you know, and taking ownership of that community. Now, granted the community belongs to everyone and everyone has a responsibility to maintain it and uphold it and keep the, keep the tribe, you know, together as a family. But if you're an owner that doesn't understand that, why would you do anything about it? Yeah. For me. I mean, so when you became a gym owner, was leadership like one of the things that you thought about? No, it's just natural to me. It's, I think that, man, I probably learned at a really young age. Like I was never a follower mm-hmm. really. I mean, but I'm also one to lead by example, right? I'm not the one cracking the whip. I'm the one in the front mm-hmm. leading it with everybody behind me. And I think it's just my personality, I guess, that I took on the, the alpha. And um, But I've always been a leader in every sport. Mm-hmm. I've always been, you know, I just, I don't know. I guess it's it's been natural my whole life. And then when you get in, introduced to the professional side of what leadership mm-hmm. is about, it takes it to another level. When you mean professional, like law enforcement, it's okay. like as far as like a career path. Or? Yeah, because it's I mean, you know, I mean, I know, I know officers that they're they're definitely followers, and they're just they're just there to just to be there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or you can be. I've always been proactive, not reactive, and mm-hmm. of course, that's pretty vital in law enforcement. But um, yeah, absolutely, that's key to coming home at night. The, I don't know, maybe I'm more tied to the sports side of it. I I don't know. I've uh, From paintball to baseball to mixed martial arts, it's everything's always about team to me and, mm-hmm. and, and leadership. Like, I've never been an individual just to stray off and just I care about me and me only. Mm-hmm. And I think through that, you learn a lot of leadership qualities, like how to treat people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, don't don't say something you don't want to do yourself, which is a trap I 
fall into programming a lot, like because <laughs> I program and there's still, I still to this day, and it's been almost five years. When I if I can't hit workouts for whatever reason, it's like a really bad one. I always feel guilty to that I didn't get to do it. Mm-hmm. That they don't know what the hell I've been doing all day. They think because I own a gym, I'm like you're doing all the workouts and yeah, you know. yeah. Or even my it's more my members. I don't care what other people think, but like you know, I don't want people thinking that they're here suffering. I'm making up all this stuff, making them just to see them do it, just to see them do it, and that I'm just skipping it because it sucks. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's in my head, like constantly because there's a lot of times I don't work out and um it's not because I don't want to because I still love it but you know it's just the reality of it it's them before me and uh so applying all that get I guess it's just been a progression in my life maybe it's maybe it probably started with my parents I mean if you had if I had to go more, wait, more you than know likely I, mean? yeah. I would argue that that's where a lot of it for all of us starts is at home um some of the comments you made about you seems like you've learned a lot uh, from, from, from sports and it sounds yeah. like mostly team sports. Uh, but does it necessarily have to be from a sporting background? I mean, I've seen guys that I've served with in the military that didn't play a sport their entire time, you know, through their entire academic career, but they were like on teams, they were part of teams or organizations and they developed leadership skills from that. You know, one of the best leaders I ever followed guy never played a sport in his life, but he was like captain of like the debate team and all these other things, you know, very high performing, individual academically that was a leader within these different things like uh, what National Honor Society and all that stuff. And like looking at the guy and listening to him, you would think he was like, you know, four letter varsity, you know, captain of the baseball, football, soccer team, all that stuff. But he was like, no, I just, I didn't really care for sports, but I just cared to be around people and learn from other people and and be part of a team that way. And I was like, dude, that's pretty solid. Well, unfortunately being a captain, is typically given because you're the best athlete, mm-hmm. not because of what your leadership skills are. And I think that transferring your leadership into the CrossFit um, community, it it will make or break your gym. It will be sustainable or not. Like mm-hmm. it really will. Like if if I if I say this is our direction, and this is this is our expectations, and I don't meet them personally, well, how can I expect your hundred people that's behind you, you know, looking at you for, for leadership, for leadership. Mm-hmm. If I don't, if I don't do what the hell I said is it expectations or I allow mm-hmm. stuff to happen that shouldn't happen, you know, this is where the first crinkle comes in. Like, well, he don't do it or she don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing it because that's, that's people's, most people, that's how that's how they think. They're like, well, if they're not doing it, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And then that goes from them, then they start talking. And then next thing they're they're their friends, they're not doing it because mm-hmm. now they're now they're pissed. Now they're revolting and now they're leaving. Like and it's all so simple. We always talk about owning a gym is really simple in the fact that treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, respect them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think this could be tied into that. Like if you if you have poor leadership, well, how can you expect it to do well? And I think having a value for leadership is kind of key to that. And I'm not saying people just say, oh, I don't need to be a leader. I'm just going to open up my doors and I'm going to run my gym. What I mean by that is sometimes not a lot of people have an understanding of how important it is. You know, if you've never been in a position where you've been a leader, 
or you've never had to lead people. And, but I would argue at some given point in your life, you've been a leader, whether you've been a parent or you've led some sort of instruction in a class or just you know, at work even, you know, if you're the one that's responsible for a particular thing. But I don't think people take the time to realize that, that in, some, you know, in, in, in everything that you've ever done at some point in your life, you had the opportunity to be a leader. And they don't like it. There's a lot of yes, yeah, and that's a lot of people thing. don't like it. They don't want that pressure of people counting on. I don't want to be responsible. Yeah, and that's that's where that's where you honestly you separate your alpha people from not being alpha. It's just the way it is. Your your leaders are that's that's it. And then you can be an alpha male, alpha male or female, and have piss poor leadership because it's all about you. Because mm-hmm. that now when you, it's about the individual, it's not about the rest. You are a poor leader. I don't care. I mean, I don't in every aspect from uh, special operations to a grocery store. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're a bad manager and your workers don't like you because of how you treat them and you don't manage them properly, mm-hmm. you're going to have the the you know the carts are going to be all over the parking lot. They're not going <laughs> to they're not going to clean up spills on their own without being told. Yeah. And and step over the dead bodies. Yeah, and yeah. then and then op, special operations. That's what happens. They're that people are getting injured or killed, and that's why I guess they try to weed them out mm-hmm. before, no matter if they're an officer or not, if they're in that leadership role through the military track, mm-hmm. it don't matter. If, you, if you're at that high end, you're getting weeded out no matter if you're in that, in that role or not because you know, literally people's lives are on the line with your stupid-ass decisions. And to speak to your point, I saw something I think on LinkedIn the other day. It says people don't quit jobs, they quit bad leaders. Oh, without a doubt. Yep. You know, I think that's the number yep. one driving force for people want to make uh, career transitions is because of the culture or the leadership, not necessarily the job itself. Because I've heard plenty of people say, oh, I love my job, but I just, just my, my office, I just, it's toxic. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I, I, I'd, I'd stay here forever if it wasn't for the people. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. So I think when you kind of put this all together, and you're looking at, you know, running a business as a gym owner, or even if you're a gym member, you have to take those leadership opportunities when they're presented to you. As a leader, it's probably every day that you have to be a leader. You have to, uh, like you said, do what you're going to say you're going to do, take care of people, those, those things that you always echo. But even as a member of a gym, you have leadership roles as well. You know, when something as simple as a stranger walks in and you say hi, you know, they don't, that person doesn't know who you are. You know, you're a leadership within the herd and you're trying to bring someone into your culture. The first thing you got to do is be nice. You know, it's hard. I mean, some, and some people are just introverted and maybe them going up and saying hi to a stranger is like this huge emotional challenge for them. And like, and, and it's, and it, and it really lifts them up and helps them feel like they're part of the team and helping them do something, you know, something little like that. Yeah, but we're not asking them to stop them at the door and go get their rose petals <laughs> and lead them to the wad floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just say what's up or mm-hmm. hey, I, and we don't want the Abercrombie and Finch, oh, oh. like bombard you. <laughs> what with, is it? The, the buckle challenge? Right. It's like my kids told me about that. I dude, didn't know it's it. ridiculous. Like if you're not familiar with that, the goal is to try and get to the back of the buckle store and out without anyone uh, saying anything, to you, <laughs> which is impossible. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so you're right. It, 
I just tell him, Mo, before we started, I actually I sent an email to my own members. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I don't like to send emails like this, but it's, it is, there's certain responsibilities that sometimes you get accustomed to. We go over and beyond for our people. Mm-hmm. This is reality of it. And I'm not saying they're doing it, the, they did it maliciously, but certain things that just, look, I don't, I, I don't mind cleaning, but don't, don't overdo it. Like if your kid spills a popsicle all over our floor, mm-hmm. like I just found out, clean it up. Mm-hmm. Like, or, you know, if the toilet paper is off the roll and there's no more on it, put mm-hmm. another one on. Like, or if the trash is overfilling, like you don't have to take it out, but like, you know, we're going boom, 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 boom in classes. Like, mm-hmm. just do that. Just help us out. Like, if you if you have the opportunity, I'm not by all means asking you to clean or anything, but if you care so much about the community as you say you do, mm-hmm. right, then, you know, turn the bathroom light off. You know, it, it's just the small little things. Like, if your kids aren't here but some kids made a mess and you're a parent, if, if every parent helps clean up for that parent, you'll never have the issue and – you have to do it less because people are taking care of you just as well. And mm-hmm. that's what we talk about is like, we want kids here and we love to have kids here, but they're not to make, you know, they, if they got crumbs all over the floor, don't expect me to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Cause that pisses me off. Right. That, that, that irritates me when you expect me to go over and beyond for your kids who they made a mess. Uh, uh-uh, that we're not a daycare at that point. You know, I'm not charging you for your kids to be here. We're mm-hmm. not a daycare. It's actually something we want for the parents. But little things like that. I had sent an email out. And, you know, some, even, even though we have a great community, you, ha- you have to also just kind of pull it back in sometimes because you know how it is. is it can, it, everybody gets comfortable and it's kind of, everything gets laxed. Mm-hmm. And by no means are we a dictatorship here. But at the same time, it's the little things. If we if we allow it to go, guess what happens? It happens again. Now we got ants. Now we got bugs, and like, it just continues to happen over and over again. And then then what? Now it's become a custom. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. You know, kids can destroy the upstairs room because they'll clean it up. We can leave you know food all over the floor because they'll clean it up. Or we don't have to put the toilet paper on the roll or put a new roll into it. Someone else will because they need it. Like. Mm-hmm. If you truly care about your community, then you're right. Take leadership and own that. And that's kind of what the email was about is, you know, hey, we do our best to give you the best and we give you everything that we can, but we, we also, need you to do your part. Yeah. Just nothing crazy though. Like you get, like I was telling Mo, like people use the GHD on the extra work and they, their hands are covered in chalk, covered in yeah. chalk because it's going back and forth and, Next thing I know, I'm 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 walking and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like this it's completely covered in chalk. Like, you know, take 30 seconds to wipe that off when you're done using the equipment. Like things like that is just it's small, but it's big because small always like we talked the last episode, all small things equal to big things. So one of the things I've heard is like uh stepping over the dead body. So if you let things happen, you let things go and you don't do anything about it, you're not helping the situation. You know, you see someone knock over the chalk bucket, you know, in the middle of a workout, sometimes things happen. They yeah. don't know, you know, or just 
sometimes things happen. Especially a new athlete. Like yeah. they knock over a chalk, chalk bucket, bucket and you think that they just murdered someone. Yeah. Like they're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I can't believe they're they're picking up every last crumb. I'm like, just keep working out. We'll yeah. get it. But uh, you get members like Jenna and she just kicks it over on purpose <laughs> just to piss me off. And she just shrugged. Like, yeah, I got you. But, you know, maybe you had some tape fall off your hand while you're in the middle of a workout. And sometimes you just forget. But then does that make it any better? Like if I walk by to go put my barbell up and I see that little nubby of tape on the ground and just let it sit there? <laughs> the thumbs. Know? Yeah, I pick people's thumbs up yeah. often. And am, am, do I get pissed off about it? No, because I'm sure there's plenty of times when, you know, like a Band-Aid or something has popped off or I've left my wrist wraps in the middle of the floor and, and, and went home because my mind just isn't right and you know, I'm hungry and I'm focusing on trying to get home so I can spend time with my wife. You know, I don't know what's going on inside of everybody's head, but you can't just look at something and just let it be, you know. No, you can. I mean, it happens. Well, and and, but this is most speaking. I'm talking oh, to, yeah. to the listeners out oh, there. Yeah. You can't just let that go. You know, if you love what it is that you have within your facility, protect that. Yeah. You know, d- don't just assume that because someone there's a there's a there's a nubby on the ground that someone did it on purpose. You saw it. That's an opportunity for you to take a role in preserving your community and just pick it up and throw it in the trash. Yeah, because I'll tell you, as soon as I'm done with the workout and say it really sucked, first thing I'm doing is I'm on my back rolling that tape off my thumbs. Mm-hmm. And I almost, I forget it sometimes. And like, I'll go, because I'm getting ready to train class. I'm like going to put deodorant and change shirts and come back on. My little thumbs will still be out there and I'll go get them. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, if you add that and then you have good leadership then everything flows. You know what I mean? It, it just functions. So it's more well-oiled. Like these little hiccups that you get that you can have, like if your leadership's lacking or your members are lacking in their leadership, it causes these rifts inside the gyms. Like, you know, we talked about the the smallest bit of animosity starts. With that resentment. It does. Mm-hmm. And then that just, then it happens again. You're like, that's twice this week. Mm-hmm. Now it's like two really small little deals, really not. Now they start compounding like, all right, so five times this week I've picked up people's thumbs. Now I'm trying to figure out what color that is. And I'm starting to watch people wrap their thumbs, come and find out who's leaving them on mm-hmm. there. You know, just like it starts building up. It really doesn't have to. Just mm-hmm. do your roles on both ends. Yeah. And I think to kind of wrap everything up today, uh, it's a, uh, a poem that someone once read to me. And it's called, Whose Job Is It Anyways? This story is about four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done, and everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. It ended up that every, everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could ha- could have done. So just pick up the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you just say that instead of reading that? Damn. <laughs> that's like, how much could a woodchuck chuck, chuck, wood chuck a wood? No, that's really good because I think that's what happens. Well, if, I'm, if I don't do it, somebody else will. Yeah. And then if somebody else does it, they're like, well, why didn't they do it? And you're right, that goes back and forth and, it sounds like a really frustrated CrossFit owner wrote that poem. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no, there's, I, I can't find the per, the name of the person that wrote that poem, but it 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 speaks a lot to what we've talked about today. 
yeah, I get, leadership is so important, man, across the board in life and, 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 and as an owner, as a person, it's, it's be that person that, that goes over and beyond and takes, takes it on head first. And if you're not that type of person, like we talked about, it's okay, but you still have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Just because you're not leading from the front doesn't mean you don't You're have, not a leader. Yeah. That you're not a leader. You're just not, you know. You're every, a different kind of leader. Because I tell you what, a pack of wolves, dude, they'll, they'll all rip your damn arms off, mm-hmm. right? But they only follow one, and mm-hmm. that's because that, that one will rip them off and then chew them up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they all are vicious, and, mm-hmm. they, and they have to... F- Get the fight to live. Could we say some are more viciouser than others? Absolutely. <laughs> don't make fun of me, Mo. You got these sweet poems. I'm sitting here. I'm struggling because I don't have my iPhone that has proper grammar kind of built into it. Uh, no, I mean, I like where this kind of where it ends because it's frustrating me as a leader when I see other people in leadership roles not lead their people mm-hmm. because guess what? I hear about it and you hear about it. And mm-hmm. we just talk about like this podcast has just can- continues to fall, like evolve in the fact that and it's not evolving. It's just, it's, it's the stuff, stuff that we hear that. That we hear from random people. We don't solicit any of this stuff when people talk to us about negative experiences. Like, I don't run up to a brand new member and say, hey, what's the shittiest experience you had at your last Fox? <laughs> no, they come to you. you yeah. know I mean? And I guess that's kind of what brings us up is it, it sucks to see other leaders not doing things because there's always fallout. And the fallout mm-hmm. are their members. And I take it. It sucks, even though I don't – outside of my gym, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it does suck to see and it sucks to hear and it sucks. I hate when people have to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you can, if we could help change a culture or change a community, community, be like, you know, hey, I do do those things, or I am that person, you know, just like when Oliver went to that gym, oh, that gym in Columbus, yeah. yeah, and it completely changed that culture for that that class, yeah. So that class now put weights to put all their stuff away mm-hmm. until the last person's finished, and they never did that, and they thought it was like an alien. There was a game changer, yeah, it was yeah. like an alien showed up inside their gym. Yeah. And um, gave them the meaning of life. And yeah. uh, now, what will, will happen? They all do that. And now, what happens when that next class comes in and sees them? And they do see it? that, yeah. And then the class before them, like now, they, like say they're, they're doing extra work and like, what are they doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't know. You don't know what your small little thing that you do, what the impact is going to have mm-hmm. on the entire community as a leader. And that's the thing. It's, I am small. I'm like I've never been into small details for, for the first part of my life. The back half so far I have been, and it's because I do know how much those small details mean. It's you know if we just left all the little thumb tape on mm-hmm. the ground, or we left all the crumbs on the floor, and we didn't take care of the small issues mm-hmm. as they happen, well we'd have a messy gym. Mm-hmm. Well people don't like that. So for this week's call to action, do something extra. Do something, you know. Without being asked. Without being asked. Yeah. You know, just, just do something extra. You, you know, it, whether it's greeting, a, if, you're, if you're that person that's just super quiet and never greets a new person, go say hi. You know, if you see a nubby on the ground, pick it up. You <laughs> pick know? that sweaty nubby up. If you see the chalk bucket's empty, go grab a new block. 
keep it simple and those little things will add up to to mountains it does because like it is infectious it isn't contagious when people see you go the extra mile mm-hmm. they're like damn i can do that yeah that's easy. or and now it's a, now it's a game how fast can someone change a toilet paper roll? They're in there just using the last bit of toilet paper so they can... Like a slot machine. Just yeah. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but no, yeah. I think that's a great call to action. I, I don't know how you post that, but you don't have to. Mm. I, just do it. Yeah. Do it because no one's watching. I think the things that you do when people aren't watching are the things that mean the most. All right. I think that does it for this week. The board yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. We've never done it without any notes or anything. Might as well just try it and see what it right. how it comes out. I don't need notes. They're in my head. That's like asking Einstein how to do fucking two, plus, do math. Two, two plus two. Probably couldn't balance his checkbook, though. They didn't have checkbooks back then, though. <laughs> they just trading goats and... Uh, yeah, they bartered back then. We live inside of our own community. Uh, we're not afraid to branch out into the community, but at the same time, if if you got some weird stuff going, <laughs> I mean, she just got here. We took we took her beanbag away. She's sitting on the floor, <laughs> and Jenna Fisher just woke up. She had a wedding last night oh, or, y- or yesterday. That's an all day. Yeah. What? Another like eight hour gig? 11. 11. Where was that? Um, Gastown. That's up north? No. Oh, Gastown. Okay. Gastown. Gastown. Okay. That's like her home ground, man. That's where you're from? Yeah, the hood. Oh. That's Jenna's hood, bro. <laughs> oh, really? So how was it? Really? Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, so. Did they do the service in French or anything? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Her mom, her mom is French Canadian, so her mom and grandma, they're from Nova Scotia. Hmm. <laughs> so they were probably like wearing like winter coats. Dude, you have to watch no, Super Troopers too. You have to watch it. Flova Scotia is on there. They call it Flova Scotia. It's a, it's a women's. Um, <laughs> For their hormones. Jeez. And Ramathorn takes some Flava Scotia. <laughs> What's that? I do need to watch that later. Yeah. It's, it, like, I don't know much about Canada, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you know about Everything Canada. you need to know about Canada is in Super, Super Troopers. Troopers yeah, okay. it's in there. I'm telling you. Like, they dog on them so bad. But anyways.
Where were we, I, Jenna? I think it was people, you said people coming from other facilities. You're in a bubble. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's something that crushes your community, which is why I say it. Uh, one second. Forget the name of the damn thing. With this shiny new iPhone 10. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, it is shiny. Mo, it's the uh, oh, 10. 10 S. X. I like calling the XS. <laughs> Get it? Because it is. I'm just saying. That is shiny. Uh, all right. They just came out Friday? Yeah. So, um, hold on. Let's stop for a second. We should just make this a fucking, th- this the episode. Absolutely, because we're we're not even close to a click. <laughs> like we're that so, was like a little. We're so fucking far from um, the click thing. I can add I can add in the click stuff through the edit, but no. Well, um, at the end we'll just redo the intro, and I'll I'll take out the other piece where you said this is about clicks, and you reintroduce it as a leadership topic. Okay, um, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Where you want to go? I don't know, man. Winging it is okay. I feel like I'm I'm not really saying anything fucking good. Like I'm, like I can't I can't, like I can't focus. Yeah. Well, I mean, but this morphed into something completely different than where we started too. So having yeah, but that shouldn't that shouldn't be a problem. I think I haven't fucking eaten yet. Oh well, shit, dude. I know you don't function well when you don't eat. Yeah, I literally feel brain dead. Uh, There's my... Bro, shut the fuck up. Looks like Jenna's alarm.
What'd you think, Jenna? I don't sound fucking stupid. She's the opposite, where you think everything sucks. She thinks everything's amazing. So you're saying I did suck. <laughs> That's like you saying I sucked in a nice way. <laughs> I, I just can't. I can't do this. I, told, I can't work under these no, conditions. No, here's what's going to happen, Mo. I'm going to go get me Warehouse Freaking Four Sandwich. Who still hasn't sponsored us yeah. or liked any of our comments. Because asshole over here on our left. and um, Right here. Dang, see Mo's a rude. He needs food too, cause um, and then as soon as I'm done eating that, I'm drinking an eight percent beer. I'm doing it. I don't care. I don't care if it's ten twenty-seven, bro. I'm. Boy, it's happening. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Who's that? Huh? Who? Huh? I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, the blonde girl, kind of jacked. Wears her hair in a ponytail sometimes. Booty shorts. Aaron. <laughs> yeah, it was Aaron. Aaron. I just described like 97% of CrossFit females. <laughs> <laughs>